Hey guys, my name is Kelly. I am an avid book reader, a sometimes writer, and just ugh, annoyed. <laughs> hey y'all, it's Ashley, writer and producer. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm annoyed too. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Books We Should Have Read podcast, the show on a mission to get adults who typically aren't into reading into reading through the exploration of Black literary classics. This pod is an extension to the BWSR community, and you can find our complete book list for this season at booksweshouldhavered.com. Tune in each episode as we discuss what we liked and disliked about these reads and whether or not they're worth your time. even uh, listen Kelly you, you already know I'm terrible at summaries to begin with um but mm. if you if you if you can't summarize a book I would totally give it a shot but if you can I say you go for it mm. <laughs> okay um so this episode we read The Perfect Find by Tia Williams a fan favorite here of the pod. Now, The Perfect Find is her debut novel, I want to say. I want to preface it by saying that. Um, The Perfect Find is about a fashion editor, Jenna Jones, who is 40 years old. Um, She's making her way back into the fashion scene after being away for two years. She had a very public breakup slash mental breakdown, if you want to call it. And she basically ran away from New York back home to Virginia. So she is back in New York. She has started a job as um, the in-house fashion editor for this online magazine called Style Zine, um, which is like, honestly, it's way below her CV, her CV, um, but she needs to get back into the fashion industry that she loves so much after kind of leaving in a flare of drama. So we have Jenna, who's just trying to get her feet wet again back in the fashion industry. Um, and then we have Eric Combs, who is our male lead, who's 22 years old when we're introduced to him in the novel. He is this USC film school grad. He is described as a black hipster. Uh, He loves film. He loves culture. He loves expressing himself. He is the millennia. He's the quintessential millennial creative, I would call him. And he and Jenna are tasked with working together at Style Zine um, on a project. And it talks about the relationship and how it goes from this very frenemies relationship to a friendship to a romantic relationship. And we kind of get to witness that through this book. Yeah. Yeah. That was a beautiful summary kelly thanks yeah you're welcome that's probably the best Um, you're getting out of me on this because yeah i mean you already told us about our two leads um Mm -hmm. 
I guess we can start introducing some other characters. So like Kelly said, we have Jenna Jones and Eric Combs. And I would say the main antagonist is Darcy Vale, who is the head of the virtual magazine that Jenna works for now. But she was also like what they were like enemies they were in, frenemies back in the day yeah too. they were frenemies mm-hmm. like they they darcy and jenna came up in the magazine world together and it's important to note that they were the only two black women with positions as high as they had so mm-hmm. you know while they didn't, they weren't friends by any means, they sucked it up and worked together when they had to, because I I think Darcy or Jen, I think Darcy mentions it. Like we were the only two black women, like we couldn't yeah. act crazy or embarrass ourselves because, you know, twice the amount of eyes were on us questioning why yeah. we had the positions we had and what we did to get to where we got. Um, I'll be real with you. Darcy was like my favorite character. Cause she, I really like Darcy too. She was a real ass bitch. She, yo, so this is how I describe Darcy Vale. I say Jenna's friend of me who hires her at Style Zine. She's ruthless, sharp tongued, and a bitch. And she has a quote <laughs> when Jenna is talking to her about her ex. And Darcy goes, See, this is why a bitch like me keeps a few goons on payroll. <laughs> And I literally wrote next to her name, I love her. (laughs) I thought that she was just such a, oh, I thought she had so much, like, I think Tia did a great job at giving her so much life and vitality. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like, although she is the antagonist in this story, you understand why. Like, yeah, she's been through so much. She had to be hard. All of her. She had to be tough. Like, she's a horrible person. Don't get me wrong. But everything she did was very valid. And it's understandable because it was like she really is the example of you. You either. uh, What's it like you get? Like when they say like you eat or get eaten or whatever. Like she did not let anything come between her and her goals. And she's now a self-made millionaire. She's a CEO of multiple companies. Like she has like, I think nine different companies under her belt. And she was on the wave of online magazines before anybody else, basically. Like she Mm -hmm. was in the forefront of that because she saw where magazines were going and she was like, yeah, this ain't going to last. And she was basically ousted um, from the magazine world. And she was like, all right, well, I got to make my money. I got to be successful. So, yeah. Yeah. But she always had that like that. Even when we find out more background about her, like she has always had that go getter spirit. Um, And I I genuinely believe that she did the best she could with what she had. And she she turned shit into gold. She did the best she could with the tools that she had. A hundred percent. And she was this book takes place mm -hmm. in like. 2011 or something like that. 2012, and that is one of the things that I just... uh, You know what's interesting? It took place in 2012, and I think my one of my biggest things about this book that I didn't like was that it is so... Reading it in 2022, it's very dated, right? Very. Because 
all the references in this book are very niche into that time period. So if you're like a Gen Z kid reading this book, you're going to be like, what the? There were like some things in this book where I was just like, because there's something I forgot what it's called in writing in creative writing where I, I remember being told this by a creative writing professor once where it's like you kind of with books because you need them to age like you, you need them to age well. And this one didn't. It didn't. And you have to, so you're supposed to keep like certain things, like references to certain things, like very specific things you're not supposed to, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what it's called, but you're supposed to not. And if anybody's listening, you're probably screaming while you're listening to this, like it's this, but it's the thing where like your, your references to cultural points in time are not supposed to be very specific. It's supposed to be, mm-hmm like very all-encompassing, like it could just be anything because of the point that you have us reading this in 2022, it was released and it's set in 2012 and it's just like, it's very dated. Um, And that really, uh, that kept bothering me throughout the book. Yes, which also makes me think that then if we would have read this in 2012 or 2013, we would have thought it was popping. Exactly. It, we we would have liked it. But if you're reading it past that time. Mm, but I, also, I probably still wouldn't have thought it was popping. I, I, I also, though, am a person, I will say this, I do not like historical romance. So like I don't like historical romance for this reason. Like I just don't like things where I like have to think about olden times. Like, or this isn't even olden times, but this is a decade ago. Like I just didn't. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah, Darcy Bell is the best character to me. I agree with you that the book didn't age well, but that's honestly not my biggest beef with it either. Mm. Like it was fine. Yeah. That part. I thought it was just really cute. I thought it was a really cute book, but there were just some really big things that I thought were extremely like, Mm. I can't say that they were problematic. They just pissed me the fuck off. But yeah. we'll get to those. Okay, so that was Darcy. Um, do we want to introduce Jenna's friends? Uh, the next on my list, I mean, you can. I The next person on my list that I introduced uh, was Brian Stein, Jenna's ex-fiance. Oh, Brian. Boyfriend yeah, of 20 years. Brian. Yeah, so uh, Jenna... Brian Stein is Jenna's ex-boyfriend. They dated for 20 years. She is literally, he is literally her first everything, first boyfriend, first kiss, first date, everything. And he is a millionaire real estate tycoon. Um, And he and Jenna had all these plans for their future. And one day he just decides he doesn't want those things. And those things being, uh, because they were ready to take the next step. So they had lived together. They had these beautiful homes together. And, you know, Jenna's thought was, okay, the next step is marriage and kids. And he says, yeah, I'm going to do all those things. He even proposes to her. Uh, And then one day he decides that he doesn't want those things. We find out later that it's more than that. But at the time it was just like, he decides he doesn't want those things. And I also have next to his name, trash ass man. So what did you think of his backstory, though? I'm really curious. I think that when he revealed to Jenna, like, the true problems of why he was so distant and everything like that, I thought that was really common, Um, you know, because one thing about men is their pride, and he could not swallow his. He could not say, hey, 
I got us in this situation. We have no money. I am distant from you because I'm stressed. I don't sleep. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to make all this money back, how we're going to keep afloat. Um, and, inst- and But I also felt like that said a lot about how he thought of Jenna. Like he did not treat her as an equal. He treated her as subservient to him. And she even says mm-hmm. that when she talks to him at one point in the book, she called herself um, his little geisha, which... I thought that was kind of, but she Mm -hmm. refers to herself as that because she said, even though I was feisty with you, I still let you control me. You controlled everything that we did and everything that I thought I wanted and everything like that. And I thought that was a good point that she made because, um, you know, he, he truly didn't look at her as an equal because if he did, he would have went to her and told her about the problems they were having. He would have talked to her like an adult, like a partner of 20 years. And he didn't do that. But he never treated her like a partner though. And I think, okay, I asked you that because it kind of really irritated me Mm. the way it was um, given to the audience, retold to the audience really irritated me. But, um, I also forgot that when we start to get into Jenna's flashbacks and we learn more about how she and Brian met, her friend um, makes a comment about how he's very controlling. Mm -hmm. And so that part I forgot about. I was going to say it just kind of felt misplaced, but you're totally right. You completely reminded me. That he's always treated her like he's that. He's always and, been like that. Mm-hmm. And he, he was always that type of person. Um, so mm-hmm. it wasn't surprising to me that he didn't tell her. Um, I did, I I did, I didn't like that the reveal happened so late in the book, but I, mm-hmm. it, I'm glad it happened anyway, because it was interesting because it was just like, he was always like kind of in the background of everything. And it was like, well, what's the story? Because it was clear that he really loved her and cared about her. And I thought it was fascinating that he just let this person that he was so in love with just walk away. And then it was like, my thinking was, oh, he let her walk away because he was trying to get their life back. Right. Mm-hmm. And his thinking was, she'll come back to me. That's, you know, he, mm-hmm. his own hubris and his arrogance was just, she'll come back to me. And then when mm-hmm. she didn't, he was, you know, he was surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Brian. Who we got I next? I take care of me if he wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was going to introduce um, Jenna's friends, but I could only remember one of their one of their names, and I only have one of their names written down. I bet Elodie. Yes, Billy, Billy, and Elodie. Yes, right? I knew you would remember Elodie because she was the more interesting one. Like I felt like mm-hmm. Billy was more the throwaway friend. No offense to Billy. Mm-hmm. And Billy was the one who was married with the baby. Yes. And Elodie was the cool one. Yes. Uh, yes. Elodie is, I have for Elodie, she's Jenna's BFF, um, a Kimora Lisa Men's lookalike is how she's described in the book. And mm-hmm. they've been, they've been friends since they went to Georgetown together. And she's a create, she's the creative director at the Highline Hotel and a boss bitch. Um, boss bitch. I love, I put, she calls Darcy fashion's answer to Abby Lee Miller, which again is a very niche joke, right? Because like, if you don't know 
that time, like Abby Lee Miller was everywhere. Dance Moms was everywhere. So there's like, I thought it was funny because I got the jokes, but I also looked at it from the perspective of somebody who like wouldn't get these. I'd be like, who the fuck is Abby Lee Miller? Like you'd be Googling Mm -hmm. this whole book, but I did appreciate that I could like understand like the, it felt like inside jokes. It felt like reading a it felt like reading a rough draft of a romance novel that like my friend wrote and just showed it to me and just was like, yo, what are your thoughts? And like getting the inside jokes. That's how I would describe this book. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, we, I'm, I'm really curious to know how you rated this because we, we really see this book a l- like slightly different, like just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But I didn't. Okay. But yeah, so that's who Elodie Franklin is. Okay. One, um, the next character I have is Tim. Oh, we're not going to talk about Billy at all? Okay. (laughs) Oh, I said she was married and had a baby. Oh, okay, true. I said she's Jenna's BFF. She's a busy mother. (laughs) And she and Jenna met at Condé Nast in 2001. And Billy Mm -hmm. is a former beauty editor of Dijour magazine, which I just love that, like, there was these black girls, like, in the magazine world, right? Because that is that is definitely your uh, lane. I want it to be, you guys, okay. Remind Reminder, I am of a certain age now. I'm 32. <laughs> you could still do it though. It's the well, thing. magazines don't really fucking exist. They're useless now. But I mean, they exist, I mean, but they're kind of like, eh. They're virtual. When, yeah, it's not the same though. But like when I was in high school, I told everybody that I wanted to work I wanted to be a magazine editor. That is what I wanted to do. And it's crazy because I kid you guys not, if you are like Gen Z or a millennial, if you're around our age in your thirties, you'll remember like, it was like one day magazines were popping and the next day them shits was just like, nobody was buying them. They were like in crises. If you pick up a Vogue magazine right now, literally over half, maybe three quarters of that shit is advertisements. Mm-hmm. And it's like bananas. It's like so crazy. Like the ads used to just be in the front. Them shits like go all the way through the, it's mind boggling, but it's how they stay afloat. And it's just, it truly is. It's like one day magazines were like, like I used to have magazine subscriptions. I had Vogue, I had InStyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I had 17 growing up. I had Vogue, I had InStyle. I had Lucky, which folded early on. Um, well, kind of early on. Um, but I loved it. I have L too. I had hella magazine subscriptions. So I just remember the death of magazines and just remember being like, damn. And now they post everything on social media. Now everything's, everything's on social media. Instagram and you're in the website, um, your social media presence, and mm-hmm. it's it's so so crazy like oh my god anyway it's just a completely different world it's a very different world so yeah uh but yeah sorry go ahead tim was next on my list tim milagro carroll was the next person yes this is this is the thing that annoyed me i think the most about this novel is that like jenna and eric are so different like they're, they they have a lot in common, but like their their ages, to me, their generations. It was not believable that they would ever be together. That's why I think all. I didn't. Um, I this is why I didn't gravitate towards this book. I, I think this is why the book didn't resonate with me because it was just like in no world would Jenna 
date Eric. But Jenna end up with it's just Eric. not but happening. I did think that their relationship was super cute. I thought it was cute when I didn't focus on the age difference. Yeah, which I, was like, I just thought that the age difference to me, I just didn't think it was needed, to be honest with you. I felt like it would have been a great book if they were both the same age or if he was just a few years younger. Like I just thought that yeah, just a few years. I thought the staggering age difference was like I was like, what? <laughs> This is a total, in the fact that she remembers him when he was a baby, when he was a kid. Yeah. It's just a staggering age difference through me. threw me off. Like I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then, and then when they would like sneak off and like have sex. I know. I just, and, I, I'll be real with you. I, I didn't even read their sex scenes. I skimmed through them. I really didn't. Oh, I was really okay. not into. You were grossed out, grossed out. I wasn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I was grossed out. <laughs> I just had no interest in either of them. Like I liked the other characters more than them. Like I would totally love a book on Darcy. Oh my God. Bad bitch. I would love a book on her. All I kept thinking was like, I, I just really liked her. I liked her. I liked Elodie. I loved Elodie too, I was like, of course. I just, it's hard for me. And I, I, this is something I'm trying to work on, but it's just like, if I don't have a connection to either character, you've lost me. And yeah, like, main I didn't, yeah. if I don't have a connection to either, like either of the main characters, I'm, you're, I'm going, but I'm going to read the book and I'm going to appreciate your work. But I just didn't like those two. And I just thought they were boring. Honestly, I thought they were the two most boring ones in the book. I thought it was really, I just thought it was really like, trying to make fetch happen. And you know what else I didn't get? I didn't like that Jenna was written to be so out of touch. Well, I I wasn't, I, I thought she was just so out of touch, like how she didn't know how to do anything. Like you were a magazine editor. Like that girl act, like she damn near acted like she didn't know how to turn on a computer sometimes. Like I was like, like, I understand being, like, out of touch. Like, oh, you didn't go on any social media. You didn't touch any. So, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about, like, 40, even 40-year-olds 40 back in 2012, right? Like, 40-year-olds in 2012, they knew something about social media. It just seemed, it wasn't believable to me that she would not know anything about social media. Sh- like, yeah. she was literally, like... The pulse and of it was fashion. Only f- and she was yeah, only gone for two gone years. For f- oh, I thought it was like four years. She left when she was like 36 Oh, I thought something. she was 38. See, I don't I didn't pay attention. Okay. I thought it was- just- Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't gone long enough to not know how to do certain things. Yeah. I just didn't think that was believable. And then like some of her vernacular, like I was like, eh. Like, I don't, but I thought, I think that that was done because the point was to drive home how different her and Eric were that like she would use these very like antiquated sayings and she just wasn't hip. Like she was like fashionable and cool, but she wasn't hip at all. And it was used, I understand why it was used, right? Because you had to make sure that people, the readers understood that her and Eric's age difference is very vast and also her age difference between her coworkers. Um, But I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't like Mm. that. Anyway, Tim. Tim I don't understand why Eric and Tim are friends besides the fact that they grew up together, right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they're friends, but then also Tim reminded me why 
Eric and Jenna will never work in the long run. Oh, I think I know what you're talking. Go ahead. Talk about it. I think I know what you're referencing. Like Tim is just very youthful. So Tim is Eric's best friend. Mm -hmm. He's, he's a a rich kid. Um, I can't remember what he, Um, we need to start recording these like ASAP. I can't remember what You need to start taking, girl, I got no right here. So look, Eric's best friend who he's known (sighs) since fifth grade, his dads are Broadway legends and he has a degree in design from Rhode Island School of Design. I said he's a stoner with multiple jobs and lives at home. Like, I think one of his jobs was like a stripper, a stripper's manager too. Like, Really? I don't remember that at all. Did you listen to the book? (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to take notes when you listen. Yeah, but I mean, I did. I I took some notes. You know what I mean? But like on some of the characters, I couldn't remember names. And then it was just like, okay, girl. Um, It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I was traveling during this too. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just, he's just very, he's just, he's, he is exactly what a 22 year old should be. You know what I mean? And like the meshing of Eric's world with Jenna's, even though there was one incident where it actually went really, really well with the meshing of their two worlds. I'm I'm looking at you with a blank face because I don't know. The dinner party? Oh, yes, yes. I like that scene. It was cute. It was it was super funny. Elodie was hilarious. It was. And Tim's girlfriend. But yeah, but Tim just further proved why Eric and Jenna will never. I think he was just, you know what I thought he was used as though? Not even that they could never be together, but I thought he was just used as the, the youthfulness of Eric, right? He is proof of Eric's youth. Um, and he's also, I, I thought it was good to have a character like Tim to be able to say like, Hey, these are the reasons why it probably won't work. Just like Jenna had those types of characters on her side like that. He is a child. What can he do for you? Like you're ready to settle down, have babies, get married. He's 23. And, um, but I like that they had those people in their lives who kind of were just like, this will never work. And they still, you know, loved each other. I thought that was romantic. Mm. Is there something you want to advertise on Books We Should Have Read? Email us at info at booksweshouldhaveread.com. That's info at booksweshouldhaveread.com. No, it, 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 dang, it, you know, it, for 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 you to say we are very different on this book, you ain't really feeling this book either, girl. No, 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 no. I thought it was really cute, but there were just things about it that are extremely just like no, uh, a no for uh, wait, me. Wait, 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 please talk about the things that were no for you. Oh my god, because we're done are the we character really... list. We're done the character list. Tell me, okay, give me the tea. Okay. <laughs> I don't, here's the thing, Kelly. I, I, I don't want to spoil the entire book, but we do that anyway. I was going right? to say, girl, you knew to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's, but here's the thing too. It's not anything that niggas aren't going to see coming. So it's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. First off the age difference, how they met, I thought was super adorable. And that's actually my main point. Um, mm. 
how Jenna and Eric met at the, do you remember at the party and they, and they like made out at the bar. Yeah. (laughs) So cute. Was it at the bar? I'm surprised you thought that was cute. You usually think things like that are cringy. I thought that was so cute because it's totally something that I would do. Oh, I was just going to say, I vividly have a memory of us at um, a basement party when we were like teenagers. We were young. And I remember seeing you making out with your then boyfriend. I won't say his name. We were were like 14. I remember you making out with your then boyfriend, like literally five feet from me. Yeah. At the at the basement party. So this is right up your alley, girl. Isn't that so weird? Like I I love making out in public, but I do not like ha- holding hands. Like so, don't hold my hand. Like, like it's so crazy to me. Like it's this is why I call you and my friend Brittany. Y'all some niggas. Cause y'all do stuff like that and be like, uh uh-uh. uh. Like we ain't holding hands. Don't hold my hand. <laughs> I I'm so serious. Like, or okay. I like making out in public, but don't hold my hand in public. I love holding hands. Why can't we hold your hand? Uh oh, next time I see you, I'm gonna public. hold your hand in public. I'm gonna hold your fucking hand. Bitch, you oh better God, not pull public. it away from me. I'm gonna hold your hand. I'm gonna hold your hand in public. I did not notice about you. I feel like you've held my hand before, Ashley. I mean, yeah, but you're not someone I'm intimate with, oh, Kelly. True. We're friends. We hold hands as friends. <laughs> yes. Wait, it's just why like, don't I don't you want to walk down the sh- person to hold your want- hand. Because I also, I also don't post pictures of lovers oh well number one we don't do that no face no case baby if you ask if anybody asks me i've never had a boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) if anybody asks me i've never had a boyfriend i don't know that nigga (laughs) i I get amnesia so quick like don't you know him Mm -mm. i don't know that man (laughs) and that's my thing my friends my friends my friends only know who I'm dating. I haven't even posted lovers on my Finsta. I would, you know, honestly, though, I'm posting no, I don't even think I would post my husband. For real, for real. I don't know. It it depends. I've I've thought about this. I've been thinking about this a lot this weekend. Um, Because... Anyway, long story short, I do want to get married. Um, which is you come so far. Very... Remember when we had the psychic come to my house and you were like straight up like, I'm never going to be in a relationship again. I'm never getting married. And I was like, Ashley, oh, my God, this is so depressing. Please don't say this. Yeah. And she told me that I was going to get married and have twins. So like... there we go. I mean, but I, I definitely do want to get married. I do want a mm-hmm. lifelong partnership with someone. Kids are optional because of how traumatic my first pregnancy oh was. Oh my gosh, and, yes. Oh my gosh. And all of that. And I know that that's a me thing. And I would only have more children if my partner wanted to have more children and they understood that they need to be the driving force <laughs> surrounding this parental relationship like I need someone to show me that they are a thousand percent in yeah I understand that though that's fair for me to do it because like seriously it was so bad but I will say where where am I going oh yeah what what because oh posting your husband yeah posting on your your social media your significant other your husband it it depends if my if if my married partner Mm -hmm posted me <laughs> then I would post them 
that they have to post me first. He had to post you first. <laughs> I have trust issues. <laughs> I'm be real. I've thought about this too. And I I decided like, I, I don't know. I don't think I would post anybody. It's because it's yeah, my page. I'm, it's my page. It's yeah. for my shoes. It's for my outfits. It's not for you. It's for me to yeah, talk but, about books. So my Finsta though. <laughs> not right. even on my, the Finsta. <laughs> my Finsta, I'll probably post my if we're engaged. Oh, I'd post that I, make I post my, my I pay, I post my ring. <laughs> if it's <laughs> yes. if it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, it's yeah. not good, it's gonna have to you're gonna have to sex in the city that situation like Samantha did. Take take Aiden back to the jeweler and get me some fire. <laughs> I listen, I already showed you guys. The types of ring. Did I show you the page, the type of ring I that I like want? I'm going to send it to you. I feel like we've talked anyway, about this. Everybody around me is going to know the type of jewelry yes. that I want. And so it's going to be no no biggie. But yeah, I'll definitely post my ring on my Finsta. And maybe a pic of his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> at the wedding I'm sorry. like you can see the hem of my dress and his shoe you really thought this out I just was like they're never going on my page you're never going on my page and also please I don't even know how I feel about you commenting too much because I don't want us being linked <laughs> yeah I don't want us being linked I don't want people to be like oh this is well this you know is what they, it is too right? I think we are just very traumatized because we live in a world where people are constantly post their personal information and their relationships and everything and then when it falls apart they're just like well why are you asking me about it and it's like well because you told because you posted everything you let us in I you need, showed us everything. like I'm asking now because I'm like are you good so I understand I that. feel like People won't know my who my sig is until oh, um, sig. I we'll like probably that. do like of if if it depends on what type of person this person is. If they're someone with a a normal job, you will never see them. But if there's someone who oh I like has, that like you protect their like their anonymity is that the word I'm talking yeah I like your robe period. by the way. Side note that robe looks really oh, nice. You. It looks luxurious. Thank you. It's, it's one of those cheap satin robes from Victoria's Secret. It's fine. Love it. Um, old school. I've had it for like a decade. Um, Love it. Because I don't shop there anymore. But yeah, if they are normal, mm -hmm. they will never be posted. Mm -hmm. But if they are, they have a different type of career, something that's more, more people know who they are. Mm hmm because here's the thing, because I understand how, especially during COVID times, being more transparent with your life and inviting people in, not all the way, um, but inviting people in a little bit into your life and having them get to know you on a more personal level um, is good for business. It is. So that's something that we would have to talk about. That is true. But I think... I would be open to letting them be in the background of my Instagram stories every now and then. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I'm just like, I, I really do. Like, I, I get where you're coming from. It's just weird. It's a hard decision. Not, I mean, maybe not hard because some people don't care, but like, yeah. it's for me, it's just like a tough decision to make. I just don't want you on my page. I'm sorry, my nigga. No, I just don't want people asking me questions because I, no, I just don't I like my... people being nosy and people are so nosy. I don't, I don't like people knowing anything about me. Like, and when I say anything about me, I'm, I'm fine with you guys knowing what type of books I like, what type of shoes I'm trying to buy, you know, stuff like that. I just don't want you knowing about like 
my personal Where life, I live, who I live with, who I'm seeing. Mm-mm. I don't want anybody knowing that. Mm-mm. It's very <laughs> dangerous too, uh, because yes. we also with social media, it's easier to stalk people. Oh, don't I know it, girl? <laughs> don't girl, I know it? Girl, I was going on a date with this guy. <laughs> Wait, I was going on a date with this guy and he's he's a little older than me. Like he was like 37, 38. And I literally before my date, I Google everything about him. I knew what properties he owned. I knew <laughs> where he lived. I knew his family's names because I was like, I don't know this man. He could be crazy. And he had a lot of vowels in his last name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you catch my drift, he had a lot of vowels in that last name. I had to make sure we was not affiliated with nothing crazy. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, but like he was really cool. But. Um, I, I mean, I remember and I told my friend Lindsay, shout out to Lindsay. Um, I told my friend Lindsay, like, I was like, so I found out all this stuff. I know he has properties here, here. He's from here. So then when he's like telling me about his life, I was like, oh my God, do you really own a property really? here? Like, oh, oh, I didn't know. You meanwhile, meanwhile, girl, I did the entire background and I had my dad, you know, and then, you know, I shared my location with my parents and I told my dad, yo, I'm going to, I'm going out with this dude. You know, he's supposed to take me here and here. And I was like, I got my location on. So you just make sure. And my dad was like, I got you. My dad watched my, he said he watched my location the whole night. <laughs> As it should be. Just okay. Sure. So look, I have, I've, I've only done that once. Only and once, girl. Before, if you don't, if yeah, you don't, before if you don't, don't want to leave your traces, let me do it. Cause I'm the FBI no, girl. No, 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 no. This is before, before a date, before a date. Mm. I've only done it once before a date. Okay. Um, someone who I'm dating. Oh, I've, I know your blood type. <laughs> like it's, it's Dan, yeah, If I can find your social. Oh yeah, it's over. <laughs> but okay. So before a date, I did Google this person and I found out that they had a lean See and see and it, it turned me off before I even because let me tell you something and then so you got to know what type of lean it is and then you got to know mm-hmm. like because let me tell you something all right this is one thing about me and why marriage is just uh gives me anxiety a lot because their debt is now your debt uh uh-uh. uh uh I can't and I I have a lot of student loan debt and I could not pass that along to anybody like I, I cannot for the life of me do I that. I am not picking up nobody else's debt. I am busting I bust my butt to pay off my college debt. Like uh, I'm not picking up your debt too. Mm-mm, baby. Mm-mm, don't do it. It's not it's not it. But like I feel like that's something that could be drafted up in like a prenuptial agreement, yeah, right? I feel like it could be. Cuz that's something I would put in my like okay. It's it's me. Our debt is our. Your debt is your debt. My debt is my debt. Period. Mm-hmm. True that. True that. I because that's something I would do. I just think that too. Like uh, it's definitely though. It's so interesting to see. Um, like in the book, right? It's again we talk about how their age difference. Like, it's like how these conversations. Like, because you would see the struggle between Eric and Jenna trying to relate. Oh, excuse me. And I would just be like, this is hard because it's like, how do they work in the real world? Right. How do they mm-hmm. work outside their bubble? And I didn't see that happening for them. No. And then also Jenna, they were in two totally different financial positions as well. Um, with Eric being rich and like, you know, living with his mom, blah, blah, blah. And then like Jenna being 
poor. It's interesting you say it like Brooklyn. that, though, because it, it seemed like Eric also didn't have the funds, but he just had a roof over his head because his mom he was staying at his mom the CEO. But no, also- Eric was too prideful. He didn't want to ask his mom for shit. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But if he needed it, he could have it. Jenna was on her last leg. True. You know what I mean? And I just feel like that would you compounded with. I'm sorry. What? Would you, I was going to say, would you date a guy that lived at home with his mom? I mean, I live at home with my mom. Okay. Is it different, though? Is I, it different? I feel like it's a little different. I hate to say it like that, but it is a little different. How is it a little different? I, I mean, know. like, I mean, okay. It is different because I've also lived out in the world. Exactly. Forever. Like, I'm t- okay, I should, I should rephrase it. Would you date somebody who's only ever lived at home with their parent and they've it never lived depends. on their own? It depends. Because it's different when you've lived out in the, and like times is hard. Okay. People lost their jobs. I get it. But like, I thought that was interesting because I remember there was a huge scene where Jenna was like very big on like, well, he's moving out soon and this and that. Like she was very like, but she only did that for her friends. Like she only did that because her friends cared about that type of shit. Yeah. Cause it was like, well, so that's why I, I wanted to ask you, like, would you care about that? I was, cause I was asking myself that when I read the book, like I was like, I don't know. It, it honestly, it honestly depends on the person. What is the situation yeah. here? Are your parents taking care of you or are you helping mm-hmm. to ease the load for them? Are you creating more work for them or yeah. you know what I mean? Are I you get being that. Babied by Cause them? I, I, and I bring this up again because it was like, that was a huge thing. Like in their relationship dynamic was like Jenna had her own place. Eric was living in a penthouse with the CEO mother, but you know, but also, what, what was I gonna say? But also, Jenna was just very. Uh, let's let's not act like Jenna wasn't very immature. Oh, the way her the way she managed her own finances and all that stuff was extremely immature. It was very reckless. The way she tried to keep up appearances but was you know extremely what, immature. Actually, you have to remember that she was taken care of by Brian for. Over for probably, I would say, 15 years, she lived a, she lived a very, I am a millionaire's girlfriend life. So then how do you go from that and end up with a 22 year old Because you know what it is? She realized that money is not everything. It doesn't bring you happiness. And just because you have all these amazing, this is the one thing I did like about her a lot too, was like, she realized I have all these amazing things. I have these beautiful homes, these clothes. And she literally walked away. She left all that shit there. And I was like, damn, she's strong. Cause I don't know if I could have did that. I'm be real with you. Yeah. And she left that all of that. Cool. And then the fact that she had an opportunity to get all that back. Brian was she begging sure for her back. And she said, no, cause she knew exactly what her life would be like again. And you know what I was proud of? Oftentimes when we end relationships, we romanticize them, right? We just mm-hmm. only think about the good things, the, the the great moments, the happy moments. But she said- Oh, I'm the opposite. I only think about the bad things. Well, th- you're good. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's actually very good because most people romanticize their relationships, especially if they've been over for a while. Like if they've been yeah. over for a number of years, it's hard for you because you just rem- remember the good times and you kind of forget the bad times, but she was sitting there and she, I think her line was, is something like, 
but I could still feel the bad times as sharp as a knife or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Like she remembered it so viscerally and she was like, absolutely, I will not go back to that. Because And she talked about like being in her bathroom, the size of her current apartment crying Mm -hmm. because she hadn't talked to her fiance in three days. He wasn't returning her calls. Like she was all alone in this beautiful house with somebody who just checked out and it was just Girl, like let me let you know mm. something that nigga wouldn't be my fiance no more <laughs> listen you know my <laughs> fantasy all right my then you know i don't even like to talk on the phone we ain't even got to talk we don't even got to talk on the phone every day my but like we're supposed to get married my fantasy is this right let me tell you guys i have a man he is so busy like he's too busy he's too busy really for me but we have dinner together. He does his thing. I do my thing. We have our dinners together. We have our dates. We have our trips. But he does his thing. I do my thing. We're in our beautiful mm-hmm. luxury, luxurious <clears throat> house. I really don't got to spend no time with this nigga. That is yeah. my fantasy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, but do you? I would have yeah. been, I would have loved a Brian Stein. Honestly, send me <laughs> one of them. Because you busy. <laughs> you flying coast to coast out of the country, babe. Do you? The black yeah. heart is good. We good. Like, it's like, I'll be uh, that, do you listen to Emily King? <laughs> no. She has a song called Distance, and that is, like, ideal for me. Like, the distance is, like, I would honestly need someone who pr- I need probably somebody lived that, a very bicoastal existence. And I need like, somebody that's not going to be all in my face 24-7. I know some people don't. like that, but I need my space. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, you don't even have to tell me. You going out, you don't even got to tell. Like, yeah, I'm not going to check up on you. I dated somebody once who it was a real problem for her. Um, for him because he felt like I just didn't, because I, I wasn't questioning when he would go out or he'd be like, oh, I'm going out with the guys and that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I just, okay. And like that bye. really, bye. that, and it's crazy because men say that they want a woman like that, but like when they get one like that, they're like, this oh, way he thought you were cheating. <laughs> like she's who he called, thought you were cheating. Who, I remember once, I remember once. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember once this guy, he was going out with his friends and I was at his house and I was like, I'm just going to stay here. He invited me to, and I was like, I'm just going to chill here. I'm going to like watch TV, whatever, chill, drink, whatever, like watch Netflix. He leaves. Right. And so I'm chilling. Like I'm on my phone, kikiing with my friends. Yeah. Right. And I'm chilling in an apartment by myself. (laughs) 10 minutes later, he comes back through the door and he's like, oh, I forgot something. You really, you good? You really don't want to come? And I was like, <laughs> is he the checking way, up on the you? The way he popped back up, I was like, did he think I was going to invite somebody over? I'll never forget that. I Not th- invite someone over, but that you were about to put on your freakum dress and go out, out too. Like, he was like, wait. So you just going to it? Like, and I was like, yeah. Yes. Like, and I was like, yo, you going out with the guys? And he, I forgot what he said. He said he left some. I still think that shit's so funny though. Like I thought about that recently. And I oh was yeah, like, he was definitely trying to, thought, trying to catch you slipping. That's the thing though. Real, I, players I, my, don't, real players don't fuck up. Remember that. For real. <laughs> but you weren't you doing shit, never. bitch. <laughs> I wasn't. I was sprung. I was not doing nothing crazy. No. But like... <laughs> <clears throat> no, my last um, couple 
of relationships were very like, oh, I just want to spend every day with oh, you. Oh, I'm not, not even going to say. Not, not me. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it just got, it was a lot. Like, damn, I just want to lay in my bed and read watch Netflix. Sometimes I want to get drunk by myself. Uh, I love going to dinner by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't, I just, I like to do things by myself because I don't want to listen to nobody complain. I don't want to listen to anybody complain. I don't want to listen to like, and also <clears throat> I just think it's good to all, I, I don't, I don't like when you think we should have the same friends. Like my friends mm-hmm. don't need to be your friends and I don't need to be friends with your friends. Like, I, of course I'll be cordial. I'll go to events. I'll go to birthday parties, baby showers, whatever you need. We can even mingle sometimes. We, we, can, do, we sometime. can do dates together, whatever, but bro, they are not my friends. And like, they don't have to be. And I just think that like, I don't know. What, what does that say about us? <laughs> no, I just think that people have a lack of trust. And if you True. can't trust I, your partner you to, trust, to be your partner, you have to trust the then person. y'all shouldn't be together. 100% true. You got to trust the person that you are going to be with. And that's and maybe that's the thing for me. Like I just trust, I mean, if I've chosen you to be in a relationship with, that means I trust you. So why am I going to be, I'm not going to be chasing after you, asking you where you at, all that stuff. Because I don't want you to do that to me. Like... Dog, I really do not want you over my shoulder asking me a bunch of stuff and about who's this, who's that, who's that. Now I'm thinking about it because Jenna was needy. She was very, that's what I'm saying. She was very Cause was, needy. It's like, it's, I, I guess I kind of just, it's interesting. Is it like women of that time or something? I don't know. I'm saying that time like but this book didn't take what? place 10 years you ago. You have to remember. I just remembered this. Brian was really her only boyfriend. Oh, so she didn't have any other experiences. No. But do you need other experiences in order to be secure in yourself? But she also just had, she had her heart broken by somebody that she trusted and she was with for 20 years. I'm trying to save, I'm trying to save our girl here. Cause like, I'm trying to look at it from a perspective of like, okay, picturing myself just getting out of a 20 year relationship. My heart is torn apart literally i i feel like i've wasted my best years on this man kelly and let's back up i'm sorry let me i gotta i gotta tell a story tell a story in college i was dating this person okay we became extremely serious i was on the verge of moving in with this person (gasps) wait i don't think i knew about this they were cheating on me the whole entire time you do know about oh, this. Oh, I know about this. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were cheating. Come to front. They were cheating on me the whole entire time with multiple people. The FaceTime the- call is very vivid in my mind now yes. that you're bringing this up. We we broke up. Yep. Did he come to your house crying? He stood outside your house crying. Remember, was that him? Wait. Yes. <laughs> But whoa, 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 whoa. it did. Wait, it wasn't crying. He like got like this weird tattoo. <gasps> yes. And he came to yes, and he came. Okay, but anyway, he completely like that. Will I say that it broke my heart? If anything, it broke my pride. Yeah, I remember you being it, really like, I can't believe this. Like, I can't believe yeah, he did it, that. It broke my pride because I was very trusting 
Like I was, I was the same Ashley I am today. Then like, mm-hmm. yeah, go hang out with your friends. I don't like what, like, why do you need to be around me and my friends? I don't even like that. Like mm-hmm. I like to be me with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? And, but anyway, I preface, I have to preface with that because I've had two since then I've had two, not including my child's father because yeah we know how that situation was yeah but maybe maybe as we become friends guys pod friends I will tell you guys that story maybe but right now I'm not Mm -hmm. so I've had after having my son I had two serious relationships Mm -hmm. after that and I was the same trusting Ashley it because I knew that, that what he did had nothing to do with me like it had nothing to do with me. No, it didn't. And it had everything to do with him. Mm. And I did not take that. Okay. I know that we're all different, but I have a different level of self-worth and I'm not even bragging or anything like that. I genuinely believe that I'm the shit. Like I, I believe a that 12. I'm the shit. 12.5 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> out of 10 period and who won't check me on it nobody <laughs> quote rachel o'neill i love that you see her i love that video rachel o'neill 12.5 12.5 and then when like, she um, ripped him apart she said breaking i was like i said oh she's about to go and she had the newscaster voice did. on i love period. her shout out to me, rachel like, o'neill yeah and i don't i don't i don't look to um other people for validation validation right yeah no that it that all comes from me because i genuinely believe that there's no one on this planet like me Ew. i am the shit and i'm not saying that i'm better than other people it's just that i'm so unique i cannot be compared to other people true that <laughs> and so i i didn't but what i'm saying is that like <clears throat> if jenna had a certain level of self-worth maybe she wouldn't be acting like that and and that was the thing that irritated me the most about her this 40 year old woman i can't imagine being 40 years old and not and and like being that needy for a man i can't imagine but then again i've also never been married like this could listen y'all this hard ass surface could shatter and turn to silly putty. <laughs> and also, if I meet that person, and also it's twenty years. Like I feel like when there's that much time behind it, I felt for her. I felt for her, especially. You know why I didn't? And you know why he's a trash ass man? This Brian Stein, Jenna's ex, because he knew that she wanted babies. Right. He knew. And instead of just telling her that's not something I want, he let her believe that that was one day. And you can't play with a woman like that. I told you, I already talked to my doctor. I'm about to put my eggs on ice at at 32. But Kelly, Kelly, when we learn more about the relationship, he he showed her that he didn't want to. But sometimes, Ashley. Right. You can show people all they want, but sometimes they need words. And like that's that what is so crazy to me. I to me because I think it's such a cowardice thing is to not mm-hmm. just 
point blank say what you mean. Because yeah, actions speak louder than words, but sometimes you need to tell somebody what's up. Like I'm very confrontational. I guess people will call it confrontational, but I don't think it is. I'm just very upfront. Like, no, because you're never going to come back to me and say, well, you didn't say anything. Nah, I did. And like, I think that's where stuff gets dangerous because it's like, how could you not tell somebody who you love so much and care about so much that this isn't something that you want? Yes, but then also... Jenna, you're not in this relationship by yourself. Like you're in this with another person and this person is not like they're saying one thing, but their actions aren't leading up. I'm going to need you to stand up for yourself. I'm going to need you to ask these questions. But I think too, she even said that she knew it was over. Like she knew, but she kept fighting. Even though it was like beating a dead horse. Like she knew it That's was over. But the thing is, it's just like sometimes That's it's hard. That's a scarcity to, mindset. But, it, and it, but it's hard to let it go because cause she had to, she had to come face to face. Remember, she had to come face to face that she's lost 20 years of her life on this, right? And that's a harsh reality to wake up to. So I understand the hesitancy, but I still thought he could have just told her, like, listen, I don't he want the marriage and I don't her. want the Absolutely. kids. Oh, I'm, not a, I'm not absolving him of anything. He's yeah. trash. But, and, Jenna and Jenna should have, I think she should have, because she knew it was she knew it was over. I think she should have thrown a towel and been like, yeah, let's call a spade a yeah. spade. For sure. She totally should have. She totally should have. I just okay. felt bad for her. Mm. The... But the last problematic thing. Um, oh, yeah. What was the next thing? Because we just <laughs> went off of that. But I kind of like that we went on this tangent because we're not giving spoilers. We're just talking about, like, pieces of the book. So, you know, we're okay, not spoiling well, it for the audience. Well, girl, this is going to be the spoiler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you All right. don't want to know this. And you want to read this book? Skip ahead a little. Stop it here. <laughs> yeah, stop here. Read the book. Come back. <laughs> come back. Or skip ahead a little bit. Okay. I just told y'all how traumatic my pregnancy was. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I know what my you... son yeah. was, right? Yeah. This book... I feel like the ending further perpetuated that narrative that when a woman gets pregnant, it is her duty. It's just her job. It's her problem. And the men can do the bare minimum and it'd be okay. Even though y'all was both having sex with no protection and y'all knew it. Y'all knew it was a possibility. The end of this book... When we find out that Jenna had this fucking baby, I'm I'm also trying not to curse as much because my mom listens and like I want her to enjoy it. I'm sorry though <laughs> for that, but yeah. When Jenna had this baby, we see this baby's a toddler, and this baby is Eric's baby, and he's been a- away oh, and did me. not know. First off, Jenna, you did not tell him that you were pregnant. I my jaw. I wanted to throw my iPad across my fucking living room. Sorry, Miss Dolly, I just cursed. I wanted to throw my iPad across the freaking living room because in what world is it okay for you not to tell the father of your child 
that he has a child. And especially because you know his relationship with his father. You know the history. And the, you know what drove me nuts? Was just like he was like, okay, cool. We're okay. You with didn't this. tell me. You had a baby and didn't tell but me. But also, boy, if he would have hauled off and punched her in the face, I would not have been upset. <laughs> also, too, I remembered this was done literally in the last ten minutes of the book. By the way, yeah, ten, less for, than ten sure. minutes. So it wasn't like we really had a. Um, we would have really been able, but I just his reaction was so like he was kind of like yeah we'll talk about it later. No, we talking about this right now. Like, what you mean? This is my baby. Oh, girl, and I know I we're cannot. supposed to think that this was sweet. It was horrid. It was unacceptable. It was horrid. It it is such. Listen, listen, Linda, listen. Linda, Yo. Linda, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda, 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 listen. Y'all, that was just so irresponsible to me. It was. Whether you wanted that baby or not, you should have told him. She's also 20 years older than this man. So you are very much the mature <clears throat> one, quote unquote, in this situation. All you had to say was, hey, and it, it like, oh gosh, I just could not believe it. I was, and I thought that that was such a slap in the face to their relationship. To their, <gasps> their bond. I felt, you know what? I felt, I felt betrayed and this wasn't even about me. Like I was like, yeah. how are you going to do this to my boy? <laughs> yeah. And then to, and then to, like keep your child from knowing their father because yeah. when would she have told him never yeah and it's so that he can go off and live his life i'm sorry ma'am are you his mom too i don't like I'm that sorry. i don't like that you don't make oh. you you are not allowed to make permanent decisions for someone without including them like you do not do that it's like give them a uh, give them the choice. You took his choices away. Oh, yeah, that that gutted me. I was upset. You took his choices because it's it's okay. It, this is a layered issue, right? Because if she was pregnant and she didn't want to keep the baby, that's different to me. I feel it in talking to 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 if Jenna was pregnant and wanted to have an abortion, she still should have talked to Eric she about it. She should have. You should tell them. This is what I want to do. It's my body. I ultimately make the decision, right? Because it's happening to me, to us, but in me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pregnant. I don't want to keep the baby. Talk. You at least owe him to talk it out. Tell him why. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. I'm pregnant and I want to keep the baby. Talk to him. Tell him you're pregnant. You want to keep the baby. She said that she didn't talk to him because she knew that he would drop everything to take care of his child. And that shit, sorry, mom, blew my mind. <laughs> you should have seen my jaw. I literally said when I, I was like, hell no. Like, this is like, it, like, it was so, and you guys, again, this happens the last, like, five minutes of the book last 10 five minutes of the book Seriously. and you're like wait i'm sorry what like you 
there's just so much. And I'm just like, oh, you still have not learned your lesson. You continuously try to curate Eric's life for him. Mm-hmm. Like he's your baby. He, you, you tried to curate his whole entire life, his career path. You tried to paint it in a certain picture so that your friends would be accepting of, of you guys' relationship because of the age difference. You have literally created created a, a narrative about this this man. You've done this for him. And I'm just like, and this is I just feel like that is just so dangerous. Leave him alone. If he was not what you wanted, you should have left his ass at the bar. You should have left the makeout session, the makeout session. You know what's crazy too is I felt like I think that the reason that that scene really bothered me was also because like she knew his relationship with his father. She knew what type of relationship he had with his mother. Betrayal. (laughs) It really was. Like I'm thinking about it's really a betrayal. It was really a betrayal. It was very dangerous, very irresponsible. I cannot believe that Jenna did that and then it was okay. And that, yeah, that everybody was just like, oh, yeah. And her friends were okay with it. I, because if I were her, if I was Jenna's friend, I would have told the guy. I would have told, I would have told Eric, the guy. I would have told Eric. I, I I wouldn't have told him. I would have just, I would have pressured her until she did. I would have been like, you got to tell him. Like No, I would have given her a timeline and say, okay, if you, I'm going to give you into this date to tell him. And if you don't tell him, I'm telling him. Yeah, see, I yeah, I don't think I would have done that because that's that ain't my business at this point. And like that's something that they got to deal with. But I really would have just Kelly, been on her neck until she told her. Kelly, you are my best friend. I wouldn't. If you I, pulled something like this, Ash. I would give you a date. I love you to death, girl. I love you to death. I would give you a date <laughs> and I would say, OK, here here's where I'm at. This, this is super irresponsible. Of you, you're not giving him a choice. Well, you have until this me she date. Gonna, she would have rat me out, but no, I but sure you will, know, and I but love you know, I would like, never like. But I understand what you're saying. I know, I see your point, and like, I'm just like, for me, I'm just like, this is something. Like, I think that I just would have been so disgusted with my friend that they did that. Like, I just couldn't be friends with them no more. I'd be like, yeah, you know, you that's what I'm saying. We just wouldn't be friends if I had to do that to you, give you an ultimatum like that. Then we don't need to be friends because I'll ask people like that around me. It's just, it's so. Very irresponsible. I did not like it at all. I could not get over that because that was something that was very like, honestly, she should have been a 23 year old and Eric could have been the 40 year old. Let's be real. And it, and I would, yes. And then because this would have made it, it a little bit more, more sense. more sense because honestly, throughout the entire novel, Eric has a grace. He has a maturity to him. He has like a compassion and understanding and she's just acting like a flighty 20 something. Mhm. And I think that, that was dresses the most well irritating. and throws nice parties. Yeah. Oh my god. With rented stuff that she can't even afford. Oof, irresponsible girl. Wait. Do you hear that? That silence could be filled with an advertisement for your new product or brand. Email us at info@booksweshouldhaveread.com. At if you'd like to be a sponsor for and have your ad place within the books we should have read podcast.
We can't wait to welcome you to the family. Oh my God. Oh, here's something we could talk about. Hmm. Do you you know that this book got optioned? Gab- Gabrielle Union is attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I saw the cast list for it. Have you seen the cast list for it? Oh, wait. So it's getting made? Girls get made, honey. <laughs> I did it's not kidding. know that. I knew it got optioned and I knew Gabby Union was attached to it because I think she was like a producer. She's going to be an executive producer, but I didn't know it was going to get made. Okay. You want to hear? I, this is this is who the characters I are. I want to hear. Gabrielle Union is Jenna Jones. Okay. Keith Powers is Eric. Oh, let me tell you something about <laughs> Keith Powers. Oh, fine. Gorgeous. <gasps> Fine, stunning, and you know who else? Ryan Destiny, his 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 girlfriend, together, so beautiful. He is so fine. What he doing now? Cause I don't see him in nothing. Oh, he's so fine. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Let me keep keep going. going. Darcy Vale. Who's that? Gina Torres. Isn't that perfect? Yes, actually, it is really good. Gina Torres. So good as Darcy Bill. Honestly, Isn't that perfect? and she'll bring the attitude. Oh, she'll bring it. Also, Janet Hubert is supposed to be in it. I wonder who she, maybe she's going to play Jenna's uh, mom. I don't know who she's going to play. Maybe she'll play, play Jenna's but... parent, like mom, because she references them very briefly. So she's mm-hmm. probably going to play like Jenna's mom. <sighs> Lala Anthony. Who's she playing? I don't know, but can Carlita? Y'all like. <laughs> I have no clue. I've never really seen Lala oh, at. Sh- you know what? She's not young enough to be Carlita, though. Mm. Okay, whatever. We'll see. Um, Miss Betts, which, let me get her real name. Niecy Nash. Yeah, Niecy Nash. Who's she going to play? And I have no clue. doesn't list oh. it. And then Aisha Hines. Oh. The only characters that they list are Jenna Jones, Darcy Vale, and Eric. And I thought that was perfect. Those three, I thought it was perfect. Oh my God. Keith because Powers Gabrielle is Union so... is really good at being flighty. I love Gabrielle Union. I mm-hmm. one of my you know what movie I was just thinking about hers? Deliver Us from Eva. <laughs> Girl, I knew why did I know you were gonna say that Deliver was, Us from Eva? That was I'm gonna watch one it of my favorite movies. I've watched that movie so many times. Megan Good, Essence Atkins. Mm-hmm. Who's the other mm-hmm. sister? Gabby Union. I don't Who's the other I don't know, sister? But she was beautiful. Yes. Oh Let's my god. I Let's say her name. Y'all watch Deliver LL Cool J. <laughs> oh, you guys have to watch Deliver Us from Eva if you've never watched it. It's so good. It's like such an yeah. early 2000s because Gabby Union was in Autumn Jones. What was the one where she was in with Morris Chestnut? No, that was Vivica A. Fox and Morris Chestnut. Um, oh, girl, that was Who Can Play That Game. Yes, That's one of my favorite Who Can movies. Play That Game. <laughs> okay, Deliver Us from Eva. I'm going to tell you the sister's name yeah. because I think it's important that we like name these characters. Robin Lee. Robin Lee. Is her name. That's her and name. She's stunning. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Essence Atkins, Megan Good. Robin Lee, Gabrielle, they were the four sisters. Such a beautiful movie. Oh, it's so, it's such a, I just love it. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for the Perfect Find film. Hopefully, it's a lot better. I, you know what? I hope they do a better job of like, oh god, oh I'm excited because I'm excited because Keith Powers is so fine. fine. He's so right. good looking. I was he like, really ain't is. no reason. And him and Ryan Destiny together, they're just a good looking couple. She's so beautiful. It's, like she looks like a so baby beautiful. doll. She looks like a doll. Mm-hmm. Like it's insane. And she's so talented. <laughs> So talented. Okay, are we ready to give our ratings? Yeah, you go first. Um, I had to adjust my rating today because I don't know. Because <laughs> I told happened. you, I what feel you, like it was a Because I told you what your rating was, and you were like, "Dad." Yeah, I was like, "You, three, you said three. you said that was my rating." You sure? I was like, "Yeah, girl, it's on here." <laughs> okay, I gave it two point seven five stars. And I said, I love Tia's work so much, but this one didn't hit as much as Seven Days. Jenna and Eric's love story was really cute. The ending, however, did not mesh with my spirit. Short and to the point. Mm-hmm. I gave it. That was me. Yeah. I gave it two stars. And I said, I did not like this book. I love <laughs> Tia Williams and Seven Days of June, but I just didn't connect with this book at all. I gave it short and sweet. I couldn't go into detail because like mentally I was just drained. I really just did not connect to Eric and Jenna. I appreciate the story. I liked, I think my problem was I liked all the other characters other than them, like more than them, I should say. And like, yeah, um, yeah it just, it, and you know why too, and not for nothing. It is, it's a good book. It's a, and for it to be a first, her debut novel, it's really good. Um, but she has come so far Cause seven mm-hmm. days in June was amazing. Oh my! Let them let them option that girl, <laughs> and they better have Lamone as um mm. as Shane. Mm-hmm. He is so fine. Mm-hmm. He is so fine. Um, <laughs> Lamone Archer or RC or whatever his name is. He needs to play Shane in Seven Days in June. But yeah, uh, yeah. That was... I listened back to that episode and I can't believe that I said Michael Ely. <laughs> just tired though and it was good though it It was was good good. like i was surprised you said him because he's a name i haven't heard in a while but like i was just like so shane so beautiful it hurts to look at him Mm. Mm. yeah Mm. but i'm actually looking forward to the perfect (laughs) find because i feel like the movie will wrap up like the the film will wrap up is it gonna be a film or a series oh it'd be it'd be such a good series it's it's been picked up by netflix (gasps) So let me, hold on, hold on, let me I tell you. I would love if it was a series, honestly. Because I feel like they can't give me everything I want in two, two hours. I want like eight episode, 10 episode, limited series. Um, Go ahead, Gabby Union. Go ahead, it's Tia. A, it, it's a film and it's always going to be directed and, and it's being written and directed by Numa Perrier, who if y'all tuned in to you ran the YouTube streets with black and sexy TV. I know you remember black and sexy TV. Yes, I do. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, and that's she, awesome. Oh, she's so amazing. Okay, I love I her. I really work so love much. the cast attached to this. And also I'm just really proud of Tia Williams. Cause girl do it. I love Tia Williams. Also. I love that. Like she made Jenna, uh, a magazine editor. Cause she was, she worked in magazine. She worked, she was an editor, right? If I'm not mistaken, Who? Tia Williams, that's what she was doing before yeah. she was a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love That's her how world. She, I love how she sprinkles a bit of herself in her books. Like she mm-hmm. she was a magazine editor, and then like Seven Days of June, um, Eva has like a 
an invisible illness, which Tia also suffers from. I adore her. So, look, what, what we're pretty much telling y'all is that y'all need to read Seven Days in June. <laughs> y'all need to read Seven Days in June. Read The Perfect Fine, too, because you actually, like, you might like that more than us. I just, per, I prefer Seven Days of June. I love Tia Williams because I am a Tia Williams stan. But this Perfect Fine wasn't my cup of tea. Seven Days of June is my everything. I love that book. That was my, um, one of my top books of 2021. Yeah, I say moving forward, I need to cleanse my palate with more books with like strong mm-hmm. female leads. Like I need that. I need someone Yo. who's a little bit more level headed. Yeah, I'm about to go cleanse my palate with some trash novels and then, you know, hopefully get some strong female leads. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's what that's what I need right now in my in my life. It's just someone who I'm just like that's what I'm talking about. You know, I can say that like you go girl or go little rock star. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. You can tell we just be on TikTok all day, every day. Cause I walk around my house saying TikTok like things. Like I was on FaceTime with my mom and we, and I said, cause she said something and I said, Holy spirit, activate, Holy spirit, activate. activate. (laughs) And she she started saying, I was like, I need to get off TikToks. I love it though. I really do. do Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was a great episode. I'm glad we picked up our, our mood. Yeah, me too. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. That wraps this series of books. This season Um, is over. It's over. We read some really great books, though. We did. We did. We did. I thought we did good. Like, out of the seven books we read, we really liked four of them. Or eight books? Eight. Eight. Is this eight? This is book number eight. We scrapped one. No, we scrapped a couple. <laughs> we, we did scrap. I'm, I'm losing count, but yeah. We like this season four. is done, though. Well, this season's done. When will we be back, Ashley? Please tell everyone. Oh, well, we're going to be back every other Tuesday still, but oh, yeah, the right, yeah. new... Our, our new batch of books is going to come out... Yeah, when's... Not February. March. But March. Yes, that's it. So we start our new book list in March. We're actually working on curating the book list. Please, now, guys, be patient with us because you know we talk about that book list. It's flex. It's, and, and give us suggestions. Please give us suggestions because it was hard picking this book list. I mean, we did it really fast, but we learned our, from our mistakes. We maybe should take more time. We're going to take more time this yeah. time around. Um, but suggestions. We're still learning. You know, we're still getting our footing and stuff. Um, we're on a so. learning curve here. And uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. We try to hit y'all over the head with 10 Ooh. next time. We try to do that with this one, but we had to scrap like. <laughs> yeah, we had to scrap two of them ones. And and one of them we read and it was, it was a lot. It was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But thank y'all so much for listening. Happy New Year again. Uh, yes. Tell your Happy New Year 2022. So like, um, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, rate us. It helps people us. find us. And, and yeah. tell us what books we should read. Like give us some suggestions, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, and get your 10 pages a day. Okay. This ending is very chaotic. Let's just end it now. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye guys. Until next time. Hey guys, don't forget to like, review, and subscribe to Books We Should Have Read. 
And don't forget to leave suggestions for books you would like us to read for future collections. This podcast is a Books We Should Have Read production with sound engineering and editing by About Right Media. The dope-ass track you hear in the background was produced by Ty.2. That's Ty, T-Y, dot, the number two, W-O, on Instagram. Hey, Ty. Follow Books We Should Have Read on Instagram at Books We Should Have Read to stay up to date with all the BWSR happenings. Follow Ashley at Bashweiser on Instagram and me at Kelly Likes to Read on Instagram. If you like what you heard and you want to support this Black woman-owned and operated movement financially, there is an anchor link in the show notes where you can do just that. Any and everything is welcome and appreciated. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye, y'all.